Yo, yo, good morning, beautiful people. This is the Mindful Wizard on this rainy-ass Tuesday. I guess me and the rain have a connection. That being said, I'm very happy that the latest podcast, episode 3, already has 14 listens. Might not sound like a lot, but that's 28 years that we have spread a higher message to. I am blessed. I'm very grateful for those numbers. And they will continue to grow because I am super focused and the universe has my entire back. That being said, what I wanted to discuss today was the difference between fear and intuition. I did a quick video about it on my Instagram page at Mindful Wizard. Check that shit out. But uh, let me explore a little further while I walk. So intuition is this feeling that guides you. Um, How I've come to understand it, and I'll give you a funny example. A few years ago, I was taking a shower. And that's when cryptocurrencies were like a hot commodity. I don't know if you guys know about cryptocurrencies, but it's basically just online money that you buy that's unregulated and you get to do weird shit with it and everybody's happy. But I was trying to make money because I was learning about investments. So I remember in the morning, the specific coin that I wanted to buy was five cents. And my stomach was talking to me and I'm like, "Eh, I know I sound crazy. And it actually felt like a punch in the stomach that didn't hurt. Something that kept saying, yo, guide your attention to this. So then I'm like, nah, I'm just fiending to make money. Stop being stupid. Stop assuming your intuition's talking to you. So I didn't invest. That morning, that coin's value jumped up to 32 cents. So that being said, let's just do some math. Let's say I spent $1,000. I would have had like $20,000 coins times whatever that coin ended up being worth by the end of the day. And that right there was like a five to $10,000 um, you know, possible win. But because I was so fear-based, I didn't act on it. And then I started understanding what the difference between intuition and fear was. So that was the first example. But I didn't get it until the second major opportunity that happened to me. And I've had a lot of great opportunities, thank God. But this is just to solidify the difference between intuition and fear. So then check it out. So mind you, now I understand what that stomach situation feels like. So then about two years ago to actually, no, last summer when I made this page, the same month I made this page, I saw this man just sitting down minding his own business and something was like, yo, go talk to him. But then I'm like, eh, you know, once again, fear kicks in. But this time was different. I already had the understanding of what intuition felt like. So then I felt it again in my stomach. And this time I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. This is that situation in the shower again. I can't deny it. And I said, you know what? I learned my lesson the first time. Fuck it. Let me not be scared. Let me go talk to this guy. Maybe he has a lesson for me. So fast forward, I end up talking to him. And then we end up becoming business partners to potentially drop something later this year. And that's a super Easter egg. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to keep you uh, as a cliffhanger. You're waiting to find out more. But just understand that it was possibly one of the biggest opportunities of my life. And because I acted on it, I got a reward. So let's see where it goes. Don't let fear stop you. To close off this segment, what I'll say is that intuition guides, but that fear freezes you. So keep that in mind and make sure you're not acting on trauma. Make sure you're acting on higher guidance. And stay blessed, y'all. I appreciate you. If anyone's having a bad day, I promise you it gets better. And uh, stay strong. Mindful Wizards out. Make sure you follow. Make sure you donate. Spread love. What's good, beautiful people? This is the Mindful Wizard. Once again, on another rainy day. 
It is Thursday in the universe of New York City. Thursday around uh, 1.41. I just want to check in and I want to say that if you have not read this book, you need to. Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And he says, to any great success, ego is the enemy. And I've been dealing with that myself because now that Mindful Wizard is growing, I feel less attached to my original profession, which is teaching. And I need to keep things in balance. But just because one thing is working doesn't mean it's going to continue to work. So I'm listening to Young M.A., the rapper, and she says something along the lines of like, people will support you while that bag is good. But what happens when the bag isn't? And, you know, Mindful Wizard is a beautiful organization that continues to grow. But that being said, I cannot forget where I started. And I'm still, at the end of the day, a teacher. So ego is the enemy because in my mind, I'm already a millionaire. And I'm kind of like, what do I need teaching for? But I cannot forget my house. And I share that message with you guys. Uh, Any success is constant. And just because you got it one time doesn't mean it's forever going to be there. So enjoy the highs while they're high. Uh, stay focused on the lows and not necessarily thinking about the lows but improving your lows don't get caught because you know life fluctuates and there's days where things are amazing and then there's days where they're just that much more difficult but keep that in mind Um, definitely balance the ego and ask yourself reflective questions like yesterday a lot of the stuff that's been bothering me is the way I've been treated but then I sat there through meditation and I asked myself why do I feel the need to be treated respectfully And it got me to understand that because I love myself a lot more now, I tolerate disrespect differently. Uh, It actually becomes intolerable because it's like, nah, fuck that. I respect myself OD, so don't come over here and try to disrespect me. But at the same time, I have to understand that no one has the same level of perspective and perception that I have. Everyone is different. And I see myself one way and people see me another And I have to continue to realize that because if I just continue to move as if I'm the mindful wizard and everybody has to respect that, then it's actually going to disable my success at my current job. So I have to continue to learn how to balance that. And that's something I'm working on because it's hard. And, you know, because I live for the most part in the present moment, I feel things differently. And it's like I wouldn't allow anyone to speak to me the way that I don't speak to myself, if that makes sense. I love myself so much that the minute anyone disrespects me, I feel the need to defend myself, and that's self-love, but I have to balance it with ego. And I have to recognize how ego can impact and blur the lines. So I'll leave you with this. Like, when I'm on the train, I get really mad when people bump me because I feel like they're being disrespectful. And when I see people, I'm always going out of my way to not negatively interact with them. So I think that people need to understand that things are not personal, People are living from their level of consciousness. They're acting pretty selfishly, and I don't blame them because we don't know any different. So we just kind of do, and we try to do what we think is best for ourselves. But nine times out of ten, it's not the best move. And Albus Dumbledore says it all the time. Shout out to J.K. Rowling in the Harry Potter universe. He says human beings have a knack of choosing precisely what's worst for them. So I think at times... We get too caught up in what we're doing that we forget that we're still part of a team and part of a unit. And that's my reflection for today. I need to allow myself to stay in tune with what I'm doing nine to five and forget that mindful wizard. Um, Not to forget mindful wizard, but not to allow mindful wizard to pervade every aspect of my life. And it's just something that I'm working on and thinking about as I 
move on in this world and, um, and make decisions about what I want to do for the rest of my life. So definitely think about ego's impact on your decision and how you allow people to treat you and vice versa. Um, just because you respect yourself does not mean that everyone will. And, you know, you don't always have to respond to every trigger. So my mentor slash girlfriend has taught me the secret of silence, and I will continue to use silence. That way, when I'm angry, I don't say things that I have to then later fix. It all goes back to self-love, but balancing the ego. All right, guys, I'll check in soon. Be blessed, and thanks for listening. Don't forget to donate. Don't forget to share. Uh, at minimum, DM somebody this link and have them listen to The Mindful Wizard. I appreciate you, and I send you my love. Be well, guys. Yo, yo, what's going on, beautiful people? This is the Mindful Wizard. I apologize if it's loud. I am now in, I don't even know, Times Square and or Port Authority. It doesn't even matter because time doesn't really exist. Uh, I just want to stop for a second and say to everyone that has been saying that they like the content on the podcast, it is fucking incredible. It is humbling. I cannot believe that an idea of mine is now spreading this far. I'm going to brag a little bit, but hear me out. It's all positive. Um, one of the posts that I wrote got over 250 fucking likes in less than 24 hours. And like I said before, it's not about the likes, but it's the fact that the message is getting across. Because that means that at least 250 people saw what I posted. Now imagine the people that didn't want to spread love saw it anyway and didn't like it. I don't give a fuck because... This will segue exactly into what I'm getting to. Love and hate are the same things. According to the law of polarity, which is one of the laws that work with the law of attraction, it means that love and hate are the same thing. You can't have one without the potential for the other. That being said, success and failure are on the same continuum, the same way hot and cold are. So I don't necessarily care if people like the picture. I do care if I'm showing them another way to look at it. The goal is to inspire change, not necessarily be the change. So I don't have to get rewarded for it because I understand what we're doing is bigger than Mindful Wizard. And that being said, it's a pleasure to have everyone um, along and on the ride. I've had a lot of people stop me um, and say like, I've heard these messages and I appreciate them. It's just crazy. So that being said, I just want to say life is good and focus on the law of polarity. So let's get to it. So I briefly entertained myself with this idea and i also introduced it on social media at mindful wizard if you didn't catch the video this is a longer version of what i'm getting at but it's basically the law of polarity is this idea that everything in life is a continuum so if you're having a bad day for example eventually the good will come and what controls the outcome of certain situations more specifically how you view things is your intention. And according to the law of polarity, intention, not attention, but intention, what you intend to do actually controls how a situation plays out. And that's very interesting to me, at least, if you're into like brain science and then to go even deeper into theoretical astrophysics. And what the fuck am I talking about? Great question. Astrophysics is basically, if you don't know how these people, scientists, try to justify the world. And I find there's this theory, uh, don't quote me, but I'm gonna try because this is not easy information to talk about, but there's this theory and it's called the participatory universe, meaning that 
the universe responds to what you're looking for. And if we think about that theory, it coincides with the law of polarity because the law of polarity talks about using intention, intention to find what you're looking for. So love and hate being the same thing, but depends on what you're looking for. It depends on what you attach and attack. So that's that. The participatory universe is interesting. And then it goes even further. And I'm getting real philosophical and or scientific because um, even those things are the same eventually. It's not the law of intention, but this time I want to reference. Sorry, I'm really distracted because I'm in the city and there's a lot of stimuli. My poor brain is trying to stay focused. Just hear me out. Bear with me. Whew. I'm coming. I promise I'm coming. Ha. The multiverse theory. And the multiverse theory is that there's multiple worlds existing in different dimensional space time. So that goes super out there. And that's physics talking about the same things that we're talking about here. So it is an exciting time that physics, space, faith, religion, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is all coming together in this universal theme. So please check that out. I hope I did a decent explanation of the law of polarity. To recap, I got into the multiverse theory. And then to recap a little further, I got into the law of intention and the participatory universe. All right. Keep listening. I love you all. I hope that was helpful. I hope it made a little bit of sense. And if it didn't, well, I love you anyway. Thanks and have a great day. This is the Mindful Wizard. Holla. What's going on, beautiful people? This is the Mindful Wizard on this fucking cold ass Valentine's Day. I keep saying Thanksgiving. I think I just want to go back to Thanksgiving mentally. I just literally have called this day Thanksgiving like 45 times. But it is Valentine's Day and that will segue into two things that I want to discuss. Number one, find happiness within yourself. Regardless of who your partner is, they could be amazing or they can treat you like crap or they can alternate from amazing to treating you like crap and you still have to love yourself. And it all comes down to that because once you truly love yourself, you find happiness. Now, don't get me wrong. Partners can add to your happiness or they can try to. But if you are at peace within self, it's easy to feel happy with or without a partner. And the reason I say that is because then true love forms or as close to true love as humans can get to without having to feel conditioned. So what I mean by condition is conditional love that goes from I only love this person when this happens or if this happens or that happens or exactly. You get the point. So now imagine if you only loved your partner when they gave you a gift. Like how would that really be? And I also feel like because I am kind of conspiracy theorist at this point that this business because that's what it is a holiday is a business it generates income for companies right so think about that um if you really do love your partner you should show it to them every day not just on the day that you're told to show love you know what i mean so it's similar to mother's day like you should love your mother all the time not just when the day tells you to love her but whatever that's neither here nor there if you are unhappy i do apologize but remember don't make your value contingent upon what other people are doing. I love my partner every day, not just on Valentine's Day, right? And love is more than just material gifts. I think it's an act. I asked, not that, not that love is an act, but it's an expression. It's an action. You have to actually show love. You have to be loved to be in love. And it's funny that we say that because then today I do teach. I'm a full time. So I had my students write me 15 sentences and I gave them a little help. They could use quotes and their job was to tell me what love was. And they struggled with that because anyone can 
can tell you what love looks like, but what is it? You know what I mean? Show me. And uh, a lot of the stuff that they wrote were action words like doing, not necessarily giving, but doing and spending time and listening and building. So I think they realize that action is love, not necessarily just this idea. All right. Now, that being said, this kind of ties into it, but it really doesn't. Let me not even lie to you. This is uh, unrelated, but topic two, I want to cover confrontation. Um, confrontation isn't always a negative. And I think good leaders, right, in whatever capacity you want to be, you have to be willing to confront people. And confrontation doesn't necessarily have to be negative. The problem we think about it as negative is because our egos get in and then we get defensive. But if the goal is to truly align, there's going to come times where you don't see eye to eye. Oh, shit. I just connected it right now. So that ties into your partner. If your partner's doing something that you don't like or allow as part of the boundaries that you set, then you should confront each other. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to curse at each other and hit each other and all that. All right, so that being said, how does that tie into leadership? I'm a leader in my own capacity, so at times I have to confront staff, right, when they're doing something that's not aligned with the mission and the values of the school. And it doesn't become my mission and values, it's our. And that's when it becomes easier to confront because it is team-related. So if you keep you know, thinking like, oh, I can't confront people, then there's no real growth there. You can't fear confrontation and you shouldn't fear challenging people. Now, what you should fear is arguments because that can affect the building and the people you work with or wherever you, you work. But understand that you need to, at times, advocate for the best of the organization. And that's when confrontation is important. And that actually does tie into relationships. So when there is something that jeopardizes you know the the validity of the relationship then it might be time to check somebody all right so to wrap it up love yourself motherfuckers sorry i had a good day so i gotta curse at y'all but really have a good day love yourself your partner in time will come and if they don't listen you're still amazing by yourself now that being said the last thing i'll say is that do not be scared to confront people because confrontation doesn't necessarily have to have a negative connotation. It could be a loving confrontation where I'm checking you because I think things need to improve. All right. That being said, have a blessed day. Thanks for checking in. I'll probably do one more segment and then call it a wrap. Stay tuned. Episodes dropping mm, close to 5 p.m. every Sunday. I love y'all. And that's Sunday if you're living in New York. If you're somewhere else, it'll come... I guess depending on your time zone, but all right, we'll leave it at that. Yes, stay blessed. Mindful Wizard on Instagram. Donate some money and stay tuned. What's good, guys? It's the Mindful Wizard. Just to wrap up this last segment, let me start off by saying thank you once again to everyone that's been listening, reaching out, commenting, giving really good feedback. I hope the messages were helpful. I hope that something I said was stimulating, scintillating, invigorating. Um, and escalating just to top it all off and to keep the alliteration going. But that being said, um, I'm really humbled by what's going on. Something as simple as being reshared and reposted by, you know, thousands of people makes me feel really good. Um, it proves to me that something that we're doing out here in Mindful Wizard is helping and supporting the masses. So let's just keep pushing the message. That being said, Lauren Murphy from UFC actually reposted something and is following my page actively which blows my mind it's like you know these celebrities 
see the stuff that I post and it's just mind blowing that they, they identify with it too. So it shows me that I'm on the right page and I'm just going to keep pushing forward. I love that everyone likes the messages and, and we'll just keep grinding. So I hope that Mindful Wizard offers something for everyone. That being said, there's also been a name change. I was going to rate, uh, excuse me, I was going to wait till season two, but at this point I think it's time. So when I first started the podcast, I called it just a radio check and that was because I work as Dean and I'm awfully you know, often in the morning, I'm saying radio check, radio check to start my day. So I started it as a joke and also because I was uncertain to how far the podcast can go. So it remained a radio check. But at this point, you know, I think we're four weeks in. This might be the fourth episode and I can't be scared anymore. And um, proof of that is the change in the name. So it went from just the radio check to the search for consciousness. And I think that is significant in that. This page has become more than just a radio check. Now it's growing to the search of consciousness, including multiple people that that will come on the show and talk about their ideas and, and all that good stuff. So just to wrap it up, I just wanted to let you guys uh, know that I did make a change. The name has now been changed to the search for consciousness. And then to wrap it up even more so, the last point I wanted to make today was uh actually before i get into my last point i need you i repeat i need you to watch my last ig video about addiction it's pretty powerful shit it covered uh what purpose does our addictions serve uh what are we running away from what positive associations are formed when we you know facilitate and continue to enable our addictions and how that all ties into survival mode this is not judgmental this is pretty factual we're all running away from something at you know whatever level some more so than others and i think the addiction video definitely sheds light on why we do the things we do so i would love for you guys to give that a listen and watch me in the visual world so that's at mindful wizard on instagram twitter and now we have a facebook page too but the primary page remains the instagram all right so to wrap it up today we're going to talk about this last piece um, I got it once again this morning from my beautiful girlfriend. So I appreciate you for all your knowledge. You helped me and you don't even know that you're helping me. So the message I want to speak on is this line. You can cut all the flowers, but you can't get rid of spring. And what that means is that, yeah, you can make sure you prepare yourself as much as possible. But at the same time, patterns do repeat themselves. And that ties into toxic behaviors and addiction referencing my video. It's like. Yeah, you can you can avoid it at all costs, but if you don't get to the root of the problem, get it, the root, because we're talking about flowers, um, then you can't really trim, once again, the problem. So it becomes serious in that cut all the flowers that you want, but if you don't get to the soil, you know, the subconscious mind, then it's really difficult to solve a problem. Um, we can definitely mediate the problem, and we can definitely heal it at the superficial level at the surface level but at the subconscious level is where real changes are being made so definitely get into meditation because that helps you analyze your subconscious thinking patterns people don't think it's possible but it is you know i'm gonna get a little scientific now because i just enjoy this stuff a lot brain science is real and before i did that addiction video yesterday i really did at least three hours of reading because who am i to tell someone how their choices affect them but at the same time science can prove it and um i made sure i was well researched because it is a, a serious topic and, and it's personal to people so i hope the addiction video spreads light i hope that makes the connection between the flowers 
and um, the flowers being your thoughts, but the soil being your subconscious mind. And what are the thoughts being surrounded by? What are they being watered by? So that's the question that I leave you with. And to and to just to repeat the statement again, you can cut all the flowers, but you can't get rid of spring. So I think now the next level of Mindful Wizard and the search for consciousness is to push people to start accessing their own subconscious truths. Because then and only then will you be able to really cure the problems at the fundamental level. And if you have no issues, then God bless you. But most people do. And if you are at a point where you've healed all your trauma and all your issues, then the next step is to give back and spread light. Don't hold all the light to yourself because remember, life fluctuates and oscillates. So one minute things are perfect and the next they can be difficult. So if you are in a positive state of being right now, give back and spread that love. All right. All right. So we'll leave it at that, man. I wanted to keep it on the 30 minutes. If you hear this message, give me a shout out. Um, and I'll continue to look out as much as possible. Let's continue to spread the love of Mindful Wizard. Remember, the name has changed from just a radio check to the search of consciousness. Happy Sunday. I love y'all all. I'm going to post this in a few hours. And hopefully this starts your week off right. Be well, man. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to donate. Mindful Wizard's out.